What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, we'll honor NFL running backs with a game of stock up, stock down. And then we'll give our team total... <laughs> give out our time. Redo. That's- What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, we'll honor NFL running backs with a game of stock up, stock down. And then we'll give out our team total win <laughs> What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, we'll honor NFL running backs with the game of stock up, stock down. And then we'll give out our team win total bets for the 2023 NFL season. Lastly, stomp town, then we out. Let's do it. That, my friends, is the sound of a couple crisp beers being cracked, and this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. The Rookie Show! That's right, everybody. Welcome back to The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Mm-hmm. Joining me, as per usual, straight out of Portland, <laughs> Mr. 503 himself. Rumor has it that he's leaving the Pac-12 to join the Frontier Conference. Sick. Elvis Coin, uh, uh, what up, Coin? Had to run to the store last weekend to pick up, pick up some old-fashioned nulled oats to make a blueberry crumble. A what up? No. Oh, I've never had a blueberry crumble. I don't know if that's true, but I just can't remember a time that I had a blueberry crumble. Do you think you've had other flavored crumbles? I bet you've never made one. Uh, just it. I had never before that. But oh, before you did with those Nold Oats? Yeah, the Nold Oats. That was yeah. your first time. How did they turn out? <coughs> first timer, yeah. Honestly, pretty delicious. I was quite oh. pleased. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Coin, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Just uh, living. It's been, again, just so nice here for quite a while. Yeah. For a while, it was getting real hot. Weather update. Uh, it was getting real hot here, that upper 90s kind of area, but we've just been hovering between 77 and 82 for like two to three weeks now, and it's been amazing. That's bliss. That's perfect. I don't need yeah, any hotter than I that. Couldn't couldn't be happier with how it's been going here. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that, Corey. Yeah. What about you, Noel? How's it going? Uh, it's going well. I just got back. We'll get into it with beers, but I was just uh, back back west, uh, back mm. home. For, for a bit, but back in Chicago, and it's uh, quite nice here as well. So, why don't, uh, why don't we throw it this way? What are you drinking this evening? Noel, I have for you. I've been meaning to get this for a while. Um, this is the Great Notion. Uh, it's a, there's a pop up like three blocks from my place. It's cool. It's just like kind of a reformed outdoor area, and then inside they just pretty much have a few kegs and then a beer fridge in there. And it's the Great Notion Ripe Hazy IPA, and the the label it is a label on a on a tall girl, but it's a nice just a nice little boned pirate man with this this bird with his head turned the other way, and he's biting into some very ripe luscious fruit. I ah, like it. It's simple. Of it's fun. Yeah. It's like a, um, and it's like a Captain Jack type thing. Yeah, it is. It's it's very similar to the the aesthetic that the the pirates who ate. Or who took the gold that they're kind of giving off? Technical difficulties. I interrupted you about your beer. Uh, so yeah, Captain Jack esque, and then Captain Jack esque. 
Yeah, yeah I was saying it's, it's it's the ripe, hazy IPA. Nice little 7% alcohol by volume down mm-hmm. there. Pretty solid. Um, it's, I, it's a lovely beer. Tastes amazing. The biggest gripe I have with this beer, if I'm remembering correctly, is that I went down there to get a, a pack of the beer. I bought this a few weeks ago. I didn't know when we were going to be recording, so I had a couple that night. Then um, I brought it back and just had a, a few there, and then I left these just been sitting in my fridge for a minute. I bought a four pack of these tall girls for nineteen dollars. Whoa, that's <laughs> not great. <laughs> nineteen fucking dollars. I, when she good. rang it up, I was just a little blown away. I think by the initial like of her staggering saying that, and then on top of that, I just been I get more and more frustrated with this whole flip around an iPad and I have to hit 20% tipping thing has been driving me fucking nuts. And for this to be $19 and then to throw a tip on top of that, I was like, I'm in bad mood. <laughs> Not in a Why great mood. Right Why would you tip for that? I, I don't know. I would find a way. I would click five times to go to I do enter too. custom amount. Zero. I will say I'm usually big on this. I am a big proponent. I will go custom tip whenever I need to. And I am happy pressing no tip. I think I was like a little flabbergasted slash yeah, like, right. you know, jabbed. It caught me off balance a little bit right there. Mm-hmm. Fair. Sorry to hear that. Um, it is, I just, I was, 19 bucks for a fucking four pack is, is crazy. That's really bad. I'm sorry to hear that. Hopefully you're enjoying it though. It is are delicious. You getting, are you getting, you know, what is it? So $5 a beer? Five dollars worth. About, uh, yeah, you're getting five dollars worth think of enjoyment. So. Oh, not at home. No, mm-hmm. five yeah, bucks. I'll pay man. for that there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't want to be paying that. Anyways, so that's my big gripe with this. Um, what about you, Noel? What are you drinking for me? What do you got, Cohen? I am drinking a nice classic Howdy beer. Is what it's called. Oh. A Western Pilsner, real old fashioned looking can. Uh, it's from Colorado, I think. They're, yeah, Denver. Colorado. Uh, their motto is, do no harm and take no guff. Because oh. we don't take no guff around here. Um, is guff yeah. like a new slang term for something I don't know about? No, it's just, that's an old term. Are you, yeah. oh, are you joking? Oh, okay. I was talking about wiener, yeah. Oh, take no wiener? Do you think that's <laughs> yeah. what they meant by this? Yeah. Is this like yeah. an anti-Bud Light beer? I think so. Oh gosh! All right, I didn't realize I was honestly making a pl- could be honestly statement. could be a pretty good marketing campaign right now. Like if you're gonna go right now, right? Just go just totally the opposite way. Um, yeah. No, it's uh, it's pretty decent. It's pretty good beer. Like I, I I've mentioned, I've been sticking with <clears throat> pilsners and lagers these days. Um, I'm 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 off of the IPAs. Not not that I dislike them, but just kind of in a phase right now of of smoother beers and easy easy to drink beers. I like that. And it's solid. I had to do. I just bought it like 20 minutes ago, and it was off the shelf, not off the cooler. So I did the wrap it in a wet paper towel in the freezer for 10 minutes, and it's it's cold enough. It's cold enough, but it could be a little colder, to be honest. Okay. Uh, I will say I I really like the can. The simplicity yeah, really nice. of it is, a lo- is lovely. It honestly kind of looks like a, a beer they would drink in King of the Hill or something like that. Exactly. Yes. It looks like it could be straight out of a you know, 50s sitcom or something. Totally. Yeah. Okay. I like um, that. Yeah. The Pilsner moves. The, it's kind of the move. The, 
you know, drinking the less heavy beers in the summer. I need to find a way to be more confident in my beer selections at, at breweries sometimes. Hmm. But this one is delicious, so I just don't really feel bad about getting it. There was one that I almost got that it was a weird... Now I can't even remember what it was called, but it was some type that I'd never heard of. I don't know if it had like a country in it, like a Canadian something, but mm. it scared me off. I wasn't sure what it was about. So it was a really bad story. I wish I had remembered the, the name of the beer. Yeah, that would have been better had you done right. that. Right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll move past that. <laughs> um, what other beers you got for me, Coin? No, I don't, I, kind of a limited limited amount of beers going on lately, yeah. which is which has actually been kind of nice. Taking a little oh, break, good. I went went pretty yeah. hard there all through all through June, and I needed I think a reset on the old body. Yeah. yeah. After I don't yeah. know if I talked to you, I think I talked to you after I puked on myself in Nikki's car. Is that is that correct? I think so. Yes, I did hear that. Story. Yeah, I don't know if that was a pod story or if that was just between us. Yeah, but not yes, great. I did hear the story. So I've been I've been chilling out for a little bit since good. then. But on the, Glad on to hear Thursday, it. I did go to. The final Pickles home game of the year. They did end up sneaking into the playoffs. So they're playing tomorrow night. So shots, Pickles. Always rubbing my picks. Go picks, baby. Uh, and at the game, I did have four beer bats, which translates to eight beers. So pretty good. Pretty, <laughs> pretty good. For thurs. Pretty Thursday night. Yeah, yeah a little Thursday shabby. night. Yeah. And it did make me feel like, and I probably did that in like six and a half innings. Um. I feel like I could. I'm really warming up for this nine 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 challenge. Oh, I want I'm into it that. Bad. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, we should do that. We're gonna, we're gonna have to get get on that. Uh, shit. Maybe in the next couple of weeks. Maybe there's a Cubs Cards game or something. We'll have to look. Not into a, it. not the same. Not the same. Not being in the stadium is the only thing. Yeah, it'd be cheaper though. Yeah, it would be much cheaper. All right. Well, maybe maybe we'll figure it out to go to. Uh, Go to a game next summer and do it. Maybe okay. I'll come over to a pickles game. Wait, they don't do nine innings though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do they? oh, they do. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe it would be the, the place to do it for sure. That'd be kind of okay. sick. Okay. Yeah. What beer do you drink out of the bat? Uh, so they do have um, they have a specific like beer made for them by I think Bale Breaker or something is the company, but it's called uh, the Chair Razor IPA because whenever. And every time the pickles score run, everybody pick up their chairs in the crowd and they go, pickles, pickles, pickles. It's really good. It's really enjoyable. Okay. But the chair so laser, the yeah. beer bat is kind of a little bit of a, a little bit of a cheat. So you're drinking a bit of it for the novelty. If you're getting a light beer, it's not a very good deal. I think it actually costs more to drink out of the beer bat, but I'm it's sure. all the same price. So if you get an IPA, that's like a little bit more. So the chair razor is a good deal to get in the beer bat. So the first two beer bats I got were the chair razor, so I had four IPAs to start. Dang, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the uh, the Cubs are doing the, the beer bats this year, and I think <clears throat> somebody mentioned to me that they hoped that it would um, slow down the cup snakes. Like I was literally that was going to be my first question. Oh, is that what okay, they're trying sorry. to do? Yeah, it's like I guess it's snake. not working at all. I mean, people are getting <laughs> the bats, but like the cup snakes are still happening, and the. The beer bats are so expensive. Like I swear you're paying basically double for the exact same amount just to get this novelty. Do you know off the top of your head what it is? No, because I didn't even pay attention when I swiped my card. I bought like a couple of them, and then I, I don't know if I had like a hot dog or something. And it was Can like you bring them back? $50. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, um, I don't actually know. I only bought one. Like, and, and get it cheaper, you're saying, for a refill? I don't Well, that, so. and can you bring it back next game? 
Oh, I also don't think so, but I'm just guessing. I really don't know. Often, okay. often, I do. I do still have the one that I got at the okay. first game. So maybe because the pickles beer bats are reusable. Like I can bring okay. it to every game. See, that's a great, great thing. I'll have to check yeah. that out for cups. And it's it's twelve bucks for essentially two beers. So. Yeah, yeah, it's probably it's easily double that at the Cubs game, but okay. it's pretty standard. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, I like I said, no weddings, but I did just talk to my buddy Chase, and I'm in his wedding in September down in Austin. Mm. Uh, and the best part is that there are going to be kegs of Yingling at this wedding. Sick! So I That's am awesome. fucking stoked. I Let's could not go, baby. Yeah. Uh, last update: non-drinking is that there's just been just been utter domination by my work volleyball league team, uh, the Merchants wow. of Death. Uh, we're now four and one, and uh, we haven't even dropped a set since uh, our, our first loss, and I wasn't even present for our first game. So it's just been murdering teams. It's been fantastic. What's uh? Did did you hand pick this team, or how did? Why are you guys so dominant? Uh, I would say me mostly. Mm, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, we do actually have we have this. Um, he's Colombian. He's from Canada, so he grew up playing soccer. He's got quick feet in the sand. He's very good. He's probably oh. like only five, 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 six, but just just money, like quick. a little libero running around back there. Okay. Kid's kind of okay. a little freak, honestly. And is this men's or co-ed? Co-ed. Okay. Co-ed. Yeah. Cool. And it's mostly the team is mostly just people I work with, so it's not like I'm you know drafting an all-star team here we're just yeah crafty okay i'm glad to hear that how many yeah. do you how many subs do you have uh so we play we play five on five and then usually oh. we probably have like six maybe seven people come but sometimes we just oh, like roll, roll the same five yeah it's pretty nice perfect yeah sometimes our volleyball yeah. we have too many people and you just have to sit out way too long yeah i like to get in the groove a little bit yeah mm. okay anything else what about you Noel? got any beers for me um, so since we last spoke, I went out to San Juan Island to go to the Larson's wedding, Lindsay and Matt, which was pretty spectacular. Shots. Um, highlights there. Congrats, Lindsay and Matt. Um, they brought out headbands for the dance floor, which I'm all about. Now, granted, Big move. I heard a lot of people saying, oh, you know, this was a really great, unique idea. Well, I got to give credit to my groomsman, Nate, who brought me a headband for my wedding. Fact. Two years ago. Now, he didn't get it for the whole dance floor, so I get it. Cool move. Um, we went on a seaplane. I think I mentioned I was going to do that. Uh, Katie and I and listener, friend of the pod, Dom, uh, not Dom, Daniel Sally, shouts to our son, the three of Shout. us. Uh, that was pretty sweet. And then I got to <coughs> hang with all three Sally boys. And uh, David was a delight. What a, what a character that guy is. David's great. Um, I really enjoyed David. Dom, one of my favorite people of all time. So it was a great David. A, uh, David, probably the quickest of the three. Oh yeah, he's he's like a firecracker for Dude, sure. He's firing yeah. him off, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was fantastic. And then the first night before the wedding, I got very drunk and very nearly incited a fist fight amongst the people staying in our uh, cabin. So that just doesn't just doesn't, doesn't sound like college. you. <laughs> just doesn't sound yeah, like something you do. <laughs> no, and like some, like I keep hearing bits and pieces of the story about how like it was like all me, and then like people were really mad at each other like for the rest of the weekend, and no one was mad at me. Like I just, 
people are like, oh yeah, no, like that's just Travis. He's just fucking around. But then somehow I make it so other people just hate each other. So, you know, stuff hasn't it's changed. It's a gift. It's a gift. So that was a good night. And then um, other, other, other than that, I've uh, been to a Cubs game, been to a Sox game. Uh, my brother-in-law and niece visited Chicago for the first time, so we had good time with them. And then, uh, like I said, I was back in Big Fork for four days, and then we went over to Lake Coeur d'Alene for a couple of days to see uh, Katie's family. So I got to drink some Pacificos with Bill Knoll, and I got to Ooh. drink some Keystone Lights with Mark Esty. That's what they're on to now, huh? No, I, I think it. that was actually the, the old guy who owns the cabin that we were staying at. I think they were his. Because uh, I think nice. they, we had some Coors, too. I think uh, the Estes get Coors. But uh, nice. I, haven't, I haven't had a Miller. Uh, they're, they're off a of Miller Light. I don't know if uh, we, you, we talked about it. Do you think we had, like, any kind of part of that? I feel like we well, had to have some, a little bit, right? A little bit of influence? I, I think the bigger thing is that uh, Debbie doesn't really drink beer anymore. And uh, I think she was the bigger Miller fan. I think That's Mark. Mark wasn't as much, so they, they're cores now. Um, yeah, the only thing uh, notable is just the fires kind of sucked up there. Like there was a big fire like yeah. on our drive between Big Fork and Coeur d'Alene that literally we could <laughs> see the flames like on the side of the, the hill and like the just scorched fields and it was just smoke everywhere. So that's a bummer. That is a big bummer. Yeah. But reverse shouts, a, fires. Reverse shouts to flames yeah. and smoke. Big time. Um, but that'll do it for uh, our beers. No more beers. Um, do you want to do... Why don't we do uh, our stock watch first and then... Yes, 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 okay. yes, yes. All right, this is in honor... Um, one storyline that kind of popped up recently and was in the sports news throughout this period where there's not a lot going on with sports, but... Um, Running backs in the NFL decided that they're not valued well enough and they need to get paid more and blah, 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 blah. Um, what, I guess before we get into this, what, what are your thoughts on that specific issue? Uh, I would say, how about a Whamburger and some French cries? <laughs> uh, suck it up. Yeah, you just don't have a position that that's that important to team winning. I don't know. It's, really it's how the dumb. game works. It's, it's how the game works. It's really proven. Stupid. Like all the stats say, yes, this is correct. In any other industry, like a a person who, you know, in a position that does not is proven to not provide as much value as another, does not get paid as much. Like I, I don't know. It, it's so ridiculous. It's just because we were dumb decades ago and thought that running backs were the most important player because we just handed off the ball and they got all the yards and all the touchdowns, but we're smarter now and they're just not important. So yeah. just get over your fucking selves. Agreed. That's how I so, think. That anyway, being said, it is yeah. certainly more fun to watch certain running backs than others. And I hope we don't fall into this place where we're just like, we don't have these kind of freaks that are playing running back because it is certainly more fun when, like, I look very fondly on the times when Adrian Peterson was toting the rock and just plowing over dudes. Like, hitting a safety at full speed 15 yards down the field was fucking awesome. And I would like to see that continue. I think because you still get, like, running backs get Heisman consideration and in high school running backs can still be the best, most important players on the team, I think we still will get freaks at playing running back. Maybe less yeah. so. You know, maybe the guys when they're real young go, I don't want to play running back. I want to play receiver. But 
I don't know. I'm not. I'm too not too worried about uh, that just yet. Also, like, there's dudes that are freak athletes that just don't have the hands to play wide out. So yeah, that's, that's true. Always gonna be be there. And I do think part of the trade is like like you were saying too in in Heisman consideration in high school you can win those games. You also it also comes with a lot more like notoriety. People recognize you and therefore yeah. you're more likely to get sponsorships and get that money. Like the NL the NIL money will still make that extremely valuable for like college football, I think. Like I, I don't know what the record for most catches per game in a season for a high school player is, but it's significantly less touches than you're ever going to get as a running back. Yeah. Like if you just want to have the ball exactly. in your hands, you're not going to yeah. catch 20 passes a game. But if you're a great high school running back, they're going to feed you the rock 20 times a game. Totally. So that's part yeah. of it too. But I think we could both argue that running backs stock is down. Down big time. Sell, sell, sell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to uh, give some stock up and some stock down. Yes. Stock do you want to alternate? Down. Do you want to do all our ups and then all our downs, or alternate ups and downs? Um, uh, mixed bag. Mixed bag. Let's just we'll yeah, just go back and choice. forth, and you can say whichever you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you go first? Yeah. Give me a stock up or a stock down. All right. Uh, I'll start with I'll go falling stock. Stock down. Okay. I'm going Marvel. Aside from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, in this past year, Marvel has been churning out some straight dog doo-doo. The newest Doctor Strange movie, the newest WandaVision little bits were bad. Um, I thought the Doctor Strange movie was well-received, but I didn't see it. No, I thought thought it was horrible. Oh, Oh, I thought it was horrible. The Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, yeah. WandaVision, I take back. There were some parts in that that were pretty good. Uh, okay. But the Marvels or Ms. Marvel or whatever it was called, mm-hmm. this newest show, Secret Invasion, that was horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, really, really fucking bad. This okay. is, there's been some like shit. And I think that there's just a business that is very lost without Tony Stark. Um, interesting that you brought that up because I hadn't watched a Marvel movie or a new Marvel, Marvel movie in a very long time. Last night I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Did you see that one? Oh, I watched it in theaters. I fucking loved it. Okay. I thought it was pretty good. I agree. Um, but yeah, I, I think I've just been um, not interested in seeing those movies because I kind of know I'm, they're not going to be as good. So That's fair. yeah, definitely stock down. I don't know if that means, I mean, like once all of the original Avengers kind of move on, like, does anyone really fucking care? Like, That's the thing. It's, I think point, that there's... You need to abandon this whole storyline and just start something new. It's not yeah. like it's not undoable. You have a formula. You can keep the formula, but change the you know the ingredients yeah. in a sense. Right. Tom, like Tom Holland Spider Man movies. Are there's there going to be any more, more of those? Oh yeah, there's more. I mean, are are those still good? I I didn't love No Way Home as much as everybody else did. Okay. I don't know. I, I haven't fine. seen the last couple. And I, so. my my love for I love the Guardians movies especially. So I thought that three was especially good. It has a big soft soft spot in my heart. They you always know, make me tear I, up a little bit. How do you rank the Guardians movies? Probably, mm, probably one, three, two, but all very high. Like the end of Guardians of the Galaxy two makes me like cry kind of like a baby okay 
Yeah. I'm just trying to remember if I even saw two. I'm ashamed to say. I don't even know if I saw two. It's the one with um, he meets his dad, Ego. Yeah. And his dad is, uh, who's, who's married to guy. Goldie Hawn? The actor? No, 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 that's Yondu. Oh. Who's his dad? Um, yeah, it's a really, really big actor. Uh, one second. Kurt Russell. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Cool. Okay, Marvel stock down. I agree. Time to okay. sell. Or what, does that mean it's time to buy? <laughs> mm, no. It's still going a sinking down. ship. Get out. Down. Okay. Maybe that's something we could now. do too. Like, is it is it ir- ir- irreparable? Right, right. Is it buy or sell? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll start with. Um, we'll go stock up. Then I'll go uh, okay. pickleball. Pickleball just keeps nice. getting bigger. Feels like at some point it's gonna peak. Might be. I don't know if it's getting close to to uh, selling time. But that shit is everywhere, man. Like, you see it's on TV now. I've seen some clips, like, some people post some clips of some volleys that look absolutely pathetic. And they say, like, this does not look like a professional sport. There are some that you can watch that you're like, okay, that's pretty impressive. But it's still, like, something you could watch the best people in the world and be like, I feel like if I practice, I could do that. So... Uh, it's stock is high from, uh, from, from that standpoint, but also we've been playing it. I mentioned to you, we played it in, um, at San Juan Island and we played it for like a couple hours. There was like eight of us just rotating. It's addicting, man. It's so fun. And it's just like, it doesn't require quite as much, uh, effort as a real sport, but it makes you feel like you're playing a sport. So, um, Mm. it's good. I like it a lot. I'm probably going to keep playing it. We, we do, we want to get into it. I yeah. agree. I, I, I think it's probably peaked. Like, I, I don't know if I'm Could buying be. into pickle right now. Pickle I'm probably right not now. buying. I agree. I probably um, so. I almost, I actually almost put athletics in my falling stocks based on this. Just because like, what are we considering yeah. as like sports here? Like, this right, could be me, a hobby or a game. For sure. For sure. I mean, I sweat when I do it, but I sweat when I eat, so... That's um, why when I bowl, right. I guess bowling is technically... All right, rank too. these five spectator sports. Pickleball, World Series of Poker, Cornhole, Billiards, Spikeball. Ooh. I'm going to go... Billiards... Whoa, no, number one. Okay. I was okay. <laughs> that was gonna shock me. Uh, I actually yeah. think I'm probably putting spike ball one. I think it's probably wow. the most okay. interesting. Yeah, spike ball, then World Series of Poker for me. What were the other ones? Uh, pickleball, billiards, and, and um, cornhole. Uh, billiards, pickleball, cornhole. Okay, fair. Well, I might put them? poker. I might put poker one. I mean, I like watching poker. So. I didn't want to do it. I probably would do it. This is. Okay. I watch. Right. I watch a lot of poker YouTube. <laughs> like Spike ball has the best highlights. Like yeah. you get like one shot, one volley, a rally, a game. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, so. exactly. Okay, so stock up. Pickleball stock is up, but we think we're selling. Okay, love it. Okay. All right, I'm also going to go stock up here. Okay. Soccer in America. Mm. Messi just came over. Mm-hmm. That is so tight. It's so fucking cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I love all of the highlights. He's been just—he's been 
lights out since he got here. I don't think he could have had possibly a better start to his career in no. in soccer in America. Like last night he scored. They were down 4-2 and he ended up scoring on a free kick equalizer in like the 87th minute. It, it's unreal. It's fucking crazy. And, and it's so sick. His shots are still incredible. They're amazing. Uh, this is serious. It's like if LeBron was just like, you know, I'm just going to go play in EuroLeague. And he was just scoring like 40 points a game for, uh, I don't know, like Barcelona or something like that. It's yeah. he's stupid. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because he is old. Like he, you know, he's past yeah. his prime, quote unquote. But he also just won the freaking World Cup. And then now he's just dominating our league over yeah. here. So Exactly. So wait, but you're saying stock is up for soccer in America. It's shooting up. I think it's up right now, and I don't think it's going to stop for a while. Like, I would be buying in. This is, a, this is a rocket ship. I think you need to make a very important clarification here. Men's soccer. Men's soccer is up. Women's soccer, way down. Okay. Just to be clear, because when you said soccer in America, I was like, oh, you're going to talk about the women choking their shit. Because no. I, I have that. Sort of on my list. So. Oh, okay. 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 So MLS uh, yes. is up. MLS, 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 men's soccer, very much up. Women's soccer, notwithstanding. So, and I'm sorry, so are you buying MLS right now? Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I've been to, we go, I don't know, have you been to Chicago games? No, I haven't. I go to Timbers I games. Like to. I got to say, they're fucking awesome. Yeah. They're great. It's a really good time. Okay. Nikki and I have been to two. Both of them have been completely just wonderful times. Couldn't okay. have enjoyed myself more. Yeah. All right. I'll it. buy. I'll buy. You, okay. you got me sold. Okay. Uh, I'll do a stock down. Let's go Justin Thomas, your boy. Justin yeah. Thomas. Yeah. Uh, he's not golfing well. Missed five of the seven last cuts that he uh, tried to make. And uh, did really poorly in majors this year. He shot a couple over 80 rounds. And uh, finished 71st in the standings and had to get top 70 to make the playoffs. So I just was reading all this. I don't even really know how the golf playoff work at all. Like, yeah, you have to get top 70 and then you make, there's just like the FedEx Cup. Is there just one tournament or are there several? How does that work? One. Just so one. essentially, quick Cup explanation playoffs. is that yeah. so every single tournament throughout the year is worth FedEx Cup points. So the winner of the smaller ones gets 500 points. The winner of the bigger ones gets like, the majors gets, I think, 1,000 or 1,200 or something like that. Um, so essentially you have to be in the top 70 to be in the competition for the end of the year payouts. And that's where the real money is. If you win the FedEx tournament at the end of the year, it's like $15 million or whatever it is. And that, I think okay. Rory's won it like two or three times. And that's gotcha. how you end up sinking so much money. And so the higher up the list you are, the guy in first starts at minus 10. The guy in second starts at minus 8. The guy in third starts at minus 7. And then like goes down to even, and then everybody else goes. You start with that score? Yeah. You start 10 strokes ahead. What? Yeah. So John Rahm going into the FedEx Cup playoff will start at minus 10, and Scotty at minus 8. Oh, I didn't realize Rahm was ahead of Scotty. So, mm -hmm. but last year, did Scotty win the FedEx Cup? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Because I think sure. he like set the record for earnings in a year last yeah, year. Yeah, so. and he's going to do it again this year no matter what because he's won so much fucking money. It's ridiculous. Um, okay. Uh, okay, your turn. Just, oh, so Justin oh, Thomas, oh, would you buy say, or sell? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I buy. He'll be back. It'll be fine. I, wouldn't, I might let him tank a little bit more. I kind of think that this is a, there might be a little another fall coming here. 
Um, okay. I don't know if you saw the 18th hole that he did. He did lip out a chip in to make it, which is sad. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, he like he like yeah. fell down and yeah. yeah. Whatever. Um, all right, good good pick. Um, falling stocks. I'm gonna go down. The beautiful demise of NFTs, which are basically just non-existent anymore. I'm just so happy I never, ever, ever bought in to any of this bullshit. An NFT hasn't crossed my mind in, in at least weeks, probably months. Yeah. So every once that, in a while, somebody with yeah. an NFT profile picture will pop up on Twitter and I'm like, oh God, you fucking loser. <laughs> I hope you paid hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of dollars for this picture and you just have nothing. On the same note, is is um, is crypto still as big? Yeah, it's okay. Certainly it's, not. It's, it's fallen. It's very much plateaued to yeah. So plateaued. obviously, it had that kind of crazy rise. I think Bitcoin got to sixty-seven thousand or seventy thousand per per coin, and it's since dropped to I want to say thirty, if not like yeah, maybe sixteen, I think you're, seventeen. I think you're right. Yeah, but that was like. Many months ago, and it's. I think it's just maybe stayed. Many moons, yeah. Twenty nine right now, stabilized. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, NFTs. Uh, I never understood them, and I never will have to. No, and that's that. Remember, people were just so in on NBA Top Shot, like buying these clips, yeah. and like uh-huh. I'm just gonna go watch that game on YouTube. I don't know, or I can go watch that exact clip. I can search for those words, and it will come up. And you don't own that, and I don't have to pay you anything. Yeah. I remember talking about this on the pod when it like first came out, and uh, I admitted that I, in some theoretical sense, I like the idea of like, you know, turning instead of a baseball card, you own a play or whatever. But it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. No, yeah. it doesn't because people, the internet still exists, and anybody can get that play. Yeah, you can. Be you sick. can quote unquote own it all you want to, but I can still have it if I want it bad enough. But if we went back in time and like every game that was ever played, they just was recorded onto one VHS, and then that's the only way you could ever watch it. That'd be sick. Those would be It'd worth be like, an insane amount of money. Insane amount of money. Yeah. But that okay. is again not the idea because it is a non-fungible. That is fungible. <laughs> so I'm guessing you're not buying NFTs. And uh, no, I will not be. Okay. Okay. You don't have any dancing on the grave. This is me. Yeah. This is me showing up at the funeral, to make sure my haters are dead, type thing. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um, what you got for me, Noel? All right, let's go uh, with an obvious one here. I'm gonna say stock down. College football. That's nice. the big storyline these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all the teams leaving the Pac-12, <laughs> uh, joining the Big Ten, the SEC, Big Twelve. Uh, it's just kind of a bummer. I don't know. You and I aren't the biggest college football fans anyway, but the one thing that I would always give to college football is the rivalries and the histories and the traditions between totally. the schools are way better than anything in the NFL. Uh, and now you're losing a lot of that. Yeah, sure. You know, Big Ten, there's going to be Michigan, Ohio State is not going anywhere, and Bama, you know, Tennessee is not going anywhere. But uh, it's just kind of lame. It's like, oh. USC's in the Big Ten, and it's just kind of stupid. And I don't know, you know, how to fix it necessarily. If there was a way to make all the money even, but like that, that wouldn't be fair to Alabama, who brings in a shitload more money and fans and stuff. So I, it just doesn't exactly. work. I don't know. This is just the unfortunate, inevitable way it's going to go. But 
I'm out on the, all the realignment bullshit. Yeah, no, definitely. I just, there's probably, there's got to be a better way. Like, what's the point of the NCAA if they're not, like, regulating all of these leagues and everything? Doesn't that make right. more sense? If you're essentially all playing under the same umbrella, those should be treated just like divisions, shouldn't they? I don't know. Yeah. In my head, I guess that makes the most sense. So maybe there, maybe that is like maybe it all needs to be under one umbrella, and just like the NBA, where they get certain percentage of the league's revenue. Like there, you know, there there should be uh, some sort of percentage to the bigger teams. They get a little bit more, but maybe not where like Alabama's getting. I forget who was talking about. Bama gets seventy million dollars from their TV deal, and USC only gets twenty million dollars from their TV deal. Like that disparity is going to cause friction, but if there's a way to level the playing field a little more, then maybe you could save it. But maybe it's too late. I don't know. I'm sure that somebody has suggested this before, but is this not like one of the perfect opportunities to what what league or what sport even is set up better to immediately go to some kind of relegation and tiers system than college football? Like what if we had just 20 teams entering a season like, just those 20 could maybe win the title. I don't know. Like, I'd have to uh, give that some thought. I don't know if I'm prepared to answer that. Um, that's fair. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's, it could make it bigger even. But I mean, what I think there are 200-ish total college football teams, right? Something like that. For That's just D1 even. But is that so, what's I mean, the point? Because that, that's already kind of how it is. There's never going to be that's more than that. But so... The question would be, would that mean that those teams play each other and everyone else plays each other? And then once you get promoted, you get to start playing the big boys and then you're going to get I'm, your yeah, ass kicked. And get that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. It could be. And then you just basically have marquee games every week between the top 20 teams. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then it just takes a lot, a lot of way. Like if you're a, you know, if you're Iowa and then you just no longer ever get to play Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin. That just kind of puts a damper on. Why would you ever want to go to Iowa? I don't know. Because they offered you money? Why would you ever want to go to Iowa anyway? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> now. I don't know. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'll have to give that some thought. I'm not prepared <laughs> to accept your uh, suggestion. It would be the antithesis of college basketball, where like the whole allure yeah. of college basketball is that any team can win, and we want. It's kind of cool, though, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Like the dichotomy of the two. That would be kind of a wild. Yeah, yeah, it would be. I'll okay. consider it. Okay. So I'm. Uh, I don't need you to make a decision. I'm probably. Now, you know. I'm probably selling college football. I think it's going the wrong way. I am too. Maybe am it'll. Too. Uh, not that I had any stock in it to begin with. I was gonna say, you know, just feels feels good to just know, like, oh, what if we take this away? Like, is this as a whole as interesting as the NFL? It isn't. I no. don't think. No, it's not. What um, else you got? All right, I'm gonna go. We've talked about it a little bit on. I'm gonna go rising stocks here. Uh, it's been it's been pretty steady over the last five years, I would say, and I think we've mentioned it on the pod before. But uh, anime, just really big, you know. U.S. just getting a lot of shine. Uh, J- Jamal Williams, the Lions, famously, you know, wearing his Naruto headband in the interviews. Oh no, are you going? Are you going the other way? This is lovely. Uh, I'm not saying anything. You, uh, you, Zion you, you, Williamson, anything. Zion Williamson, also a big anime fan. Um, you know, just it's never been cool to be into anime, which is lovely. Uh, just finished Darwin's Game on Netflix. It's fantastic. Can't you keep trying it. to push anime on this pod, and I, I am. 
Listen, I got nothing against anime, and I have no opinion on if its stock is up or down because I don't know where you see these these stories. Because I didn't know that Zion Williamson or Jamal Williams were into anime. I think it must be the algorithm spits that out at you and doesn't spit it out at me. What? Come on. There's a bit on Sunday Night Football when they're doing the, the introductions. Jamal Williams has this like Naruto headband on. Uh, Zion is always wearing basically like an anime sweatshirt. Always. I, well, see, I guess I didn't know that that's what it was, I guess. Probably I just know. looks is like it, cartoons is it obvious? to you. Yeah, yeah it's I obvious to me. I just thought it was a design. Us in the right? biz. Yeah. <laughs> Us in, in the May. That's fine. If you don't want it, more uh, for me, you know? Listen, I, I'll take your word for it. If you think this, it's rising and it's just getting bigger, I'll buy. I'll buy. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I've I'll accepted it's to never going to be your thing. I've never even tried to once sell you on it, so that's fine. No, not really. No. If, if you were going to have me get into it, what would be the first step you would have me do? Um, that's a good question. I'd probably try to just give you a really easy one, like one that's like pretty short, because a lot of them are really, really long. Okay. Like show, their shows, you're saying? Like one that yeah. doesn't have a lot of episodes? Or yeah, short episodes. so like like one of the biggest ones, One Piece, probably has like five hundred episodes. Ah. And just, I just don't ever see you ever sitting down to watch that. No, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't see me doing yeah. that either. I'll go play pickleball. I give you one that has like a movie that you could bite off first, and then you'd go back and watch it, like Bleach. Okay. Yeah. Like Bleach. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah, Bleach. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. Uh, I'll stay neutral on it. <laughs> Don't think too hard, yeah. All right, what do you got for me, Noel? Okay, um, I'll do stock up, and I'll just say we're going we're gonna to give it a baseball shout, but only to my two teams. Yes, I have two teams. I'm allowed to have two teams. That is Are you? the NERS. Stock is up right now. They have one of the best records in the league over the past month. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10 They've won five straight. They just swept the Angels in a four-game streak uh, sweep, and they're only two and a half back from the wild card. So shouts to the Nurs. Are they? Yeah, Nurs are back. They're they're eight games over five hundred. They're freaking. They're what? They're, yeah, I thought that they were dead in the water. No, Julio's Julio's turned it on since since the Has home he? run derby. I think that I had got a him feeling. Going. Yeah. I had a feeling. So um, you just need to swing the freaking the bat, you know. Exactly, exactly. And then the Cubs, my hometown team, also hot. They decided not to sell at the deadline. They're, they have the best record in the league since uh, the deadline, and they're half a game out of the wild card. So both of my teams trying to get to the, to the playoffs. Well, that's great, man. I'm just one of those I'm really happy about. The other I just I don't want any happen any less, you know? <laughs> yeah, the card's not as good. Not as good. I'm, Cardinals, I'm this is weird. I, we've talked about this is the, the worst season they've had in... 17 years. Mm. So as long they as haven't had a, they haven't had a losing season in 17 years. Is that true? Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, well, you got to take, you know, it was bound to happen at some point, but. I guess. Mm. It's just been this, such a tough stretch as a Cardinals fan. I don't know what else we would do. <laughs> Winning the MVP last year and having our guys finish 1-2 in that race was, you know. Wait, what? Which, who was that? Paul, Paul Goldschmidt won MVP and Arnado finished second. So uh, it's amazing uh, how bad we fell off because our pitching was horrible. Um, yeah. It's so you this 
I'm okay generally, I think, with people having two teams. Like, you know, whatever. Especially since you live and you were never a huge Mariners fan. No. And, I mean, maybe and, when I was 10, but not yeah, in the exactly. past 10 years. And then yeah. you live in Chicago now, so I, I totally get that. If Portland had a baseball team, I would 100%. I, I'm wearing a, I have like three Pickles hats. I would definitely be wearing any kind of pick or Portland baseball team gear. Right. I went golfing with Joe this weekend, and this is this has bugged me before, but he does he has this Dodgers sweatshirt that he wears sometimes, and he's always like, "Well, I'm a, I'm," he claims to be one of the biggest Mariners fans I know, and he's always like, "Well, my dad grew up a Dodgers fan, so we also root for the Dodgers. That's my NL team." And I'm like, "It drives me fucking nuts. I don't know why it drives me so insane. I think it's the it basically be like." I have I have this team, but I also really like the Cowboys. <laughs> is right. how I feel about that, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'll be the first to admit that I, I don't love... I mean, I was semi-joking when I said my teams because... No, yeah. I know, I know. But but yes, I'm with you on that. You can't... You also, it also can't be like a, the team like the Dodgers. Like, come on, man. Yeah, and exactly. Then, yeah, yeah. If you were <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a White Sox and a Pirates fan, I'd been like, great, that's fine. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. I love that for you. I couldn't be happier. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you can combine their wins Joe. at the end of the season and use those as your season win total if you want to. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes. Okay, so I'm, uh, I guess, I'm, it'd probably be smart to sell both, honestly, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Like, I don't know. I could see that. I'm not, I could I'm not see selling. The going a little run. Yeah, I guess it depends on if you're buying or selling if you're them as contenders or buying or selling them to make the playoffs. Because I think both teams have a pretty decent shot of keeping the run going to make the playoffs. I don't know that either team is capable of, you know, making any noise in the playoffs. So fair depends on your your frame of reference there. So. Okay. Um, okay. You got uh, two more. I've got two more. You have two more. I have two more. Yeah. Do you want to finish on positive? I have one of each. So I do too. Yeah, we'll do negatives and then positives. Great. Fallen stocks. The snack and candy industry in the United States. Yeah. Wow. Bold. I know we've done a lot of work on, especially on this pod, with the innovation of MMs. But first, they took away the rolled gold honey mustard tiny twist from us. Oh, no. And then. They changed the Butterfinger formula in 2020. Mm, that's that it would true. be less fatty. What has this country come to? We've let the libs go too far. This is <laughs> too much. Fucking libs. It's fucking disgraceful. Is it? Oh, it was those. But I, two. I thought there was a third. Oh, okay. I thought there was a third no, no. coming. That's why no, I was pausing. Not. Okay. So just in general, over the past, what, how many years is that? Probably what, five, when, six, seven five years. years. Okay. Yeah. You're buying, you think we're going to turn it around? I think we're turning it around. Um, a lot of regulations right now. I just, I just think that this is an easy place that, for the country to get a win. You know? Okay. This is okay. what we need. Yeah. So we still got flavor blasted goldfish. Boy, do we. I just feel like I, I'm, really, I'm really hopeful and um, positive on the outlook. I've never really been a huge Oreo fan, but I really think they have some pretty big potential this fall to drop a new flavor on us that's kind of going to blow my mind. One that you're especially psyched out of your mind. Mind about. about. Yeah, you know. That actually brings up a question to me. 
Where would you say Flamin' Hot is on the stock watch? Ooh. See, a because lot of people were doing too... Was there, you think there was... It was probably too saturated Flamin' Hot for a while, right? Yeah. I think it peaked, and then and people are now kind of thinking, okay, there's too much Flamin' Hot out there, but... Yeah. I don't know. Because definitely Flamin' Hot Cheetos for a minute were for the culture, no doubt. Like F-U-R-D-A, I think is the kids mm. say it. Um, I never don't think I gave the time of day to Flamin' Hot um, um, Funyuns, which is surprising because I think I would love them. I love Funyuns. Those might be my go-to chip. Really? I, mean, I'm, I probably Hot. have had that. I'm trying to think, but they sound lovely. Um, and general, generally hot things are, I'm all about it. So we're probably in a pretty safe spot. I think that maybe the, the Takis craze went a little too far. I don't think I've ever been too big on Takis. They always have um, like lime in there. I don't need the lime Yeah, it's a little too much. Yeah, it's like tajin. It's kind of that tajin flavor. I don't mm-hmm. really love tajin, right? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So I think, yeah, I think Flamin' Hot maybe uh, peaked and has settled back down, but it's not going anywhere, you know? Flamin' no, Hot Cheetos, no. they're... They're gonna be good forever. So. If we come out, if they come out with like a flaming hot M and M, I'd be a little annoyed. They, I think they did a flaming hot Mountain Dew, didn't they? Or Probably. something like that. That sounds. See that that's like true to the brand. That's just something that they would do. Yeah, yeah, silly. Okay. No, okay, my got. last stock down. It's gonna be a sad one, but don't get too sad yet. Place stock down is Burger Town in Big Fork, Montana. <sighs> Just, just this could be a very, this could be a one-time thing. But I had Burger Town when I was back. The burger I had was fine. The fries were a little chewy, maybe a little stale. And then it also had a Pepsi, which is a problem in and of itself. But it was like an especially bad Pepsi. And I just didn't have a great experience with my Burger Town. Um, maybe it was a one-time thing. Now. T.I. was not cooking that day. I was going to ask. That was going to be my question. Was T.I. there? He was not behind the grill. He was not behind the grill. So This guy's guy's the real deal. This could be a blip. This could be a blip. But I just want it to be known that I am currently slightly down on Mm, B-Town. Yeah, I'm pretty exclusive only going to B-Town if I know T.I. is working. I want him on the grill. I need him on the patties. He knows how to put the cheese down. He's doing it right. Um, right. Has it always been a Pepsi establishment? I... I think as long as I can remember. I don't know if, if okay. always, but it's not I'm probably getting that a shake. Changed. I'm probably getting a shake when I go, so it's not that big of a deal to me, but it is a bummer about the fries. That I is, may start is, to... I feel like lately I've my hatred for Pepsi has grown. It used to be like, do you have... Or can I get a Coke? No, I have Pepsi. Okay, that's fine. I'll get a Pepsi. I'm starting to maybe just go, fuck it. I don't even want a Pepsi. <clears throat> Give me something else. So, yeah. Uh, you, you, you texted me about my, uh, a tweet I had earlier, Regal, I noticed, I think over the mm. pandemic switched from Coke to Pepsi. Mm. And I remember going the first times and I got a Pepsi a couple times and I was like, I'm fucking over it. I get root beer now. That's what I do. Mm. I get root beer at the movies nice. and it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> and I'm pretty happy about it. <laughs> uh, one last thought on Burger Town. Apparently for sale, $2 million. Two milli. What do you we think? We should start what, a bar. What would you have valued it at? Uh, maybe like 800? Yeah. Something like that. Right? I'm a little surprised at two milli. That seems like yeah. a lot. But I guess location and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> I do have a coworker, her and 
her family and they're meeting up with a couple family friends, like families getting together in Kalispell. They're driving over from Oregon. And I was hyping up. B-Town's worth the trip around the lake for if you're going mm. to go. Nice. Good so congrats on the free advertising. Congrats, B-Town. Um, okay, last one, stock up. Stock up. I'm pretty excited about this one. Chicky Sandoz. I don't think there's ever been a better time for, uh, for chicken sandwiches oh. in America. I think that to be a chicken sandwich connoisseur as I am, fried chicken, especially, especially hot chicken, uh, it feels like everybody's getting in on the game. And more and more places are popping up. I don't know if you have had Dave's Hot Chicken around you. Mm, I don't think so. It's kind of a fast food place. There's, a couple, there's one, at least one here It's pretty close to me, maybe a couple around the state. They're awesome. I couldn't, I couldn't believe how good it was when I got it. Um, excited to go back. But the, it feels like every place is doing a really good hot chicken or fried chicken sandwich right now, and it's good times. You go hot chicken over buffalo chicken, like in terms of... Preferably, yeah. Like buffalo chicken's good. It feels yeah. like I've just had it so many times and I was looking for yeah. hot, and it's never, it's never hot enough for me. Like if I want hot, it's buffalo chicken is not hot to me. It's just a flavor. You are... Light years above me on the Chicky Sando um, expertise rankings, so I'll defer to you. I'm just like always getting a burger. I guess if I'm at a chicken place, obviously I'll get a chicken thing, but uh, I just I just have never been a big fried chicken guy. And and the hot chicken, you know, as you know, a former Nashville resident as well, um, it was always like a B plus for me. It never got my juices totally going. I get the allure. But I just am not an expert like you. So I'll, but I agree that it does seem like there are a lot of high-quality uh, chicken sandwiches you can get out there. Mm-hmm. Indeed. All right, Noel, round it off for us. What do we got? Well, we just like are so much alike because we save all the food takes for last. So my stock up. And this is, I'm just going to say it's breakfast burritos, but it's for one, it's for one reason only. And that okay. is, when I was back home, on the way to the airport, we stopped at Wheat, Montana, and I got a big belt wrap, I believe it was called. Nice. Had never had it before. I was like a little, I was a little rushed on my order. I, it was like 11. I was thinking maybe lunch, maybe like French dip, but went breakfast. I feel like I don't usually go breakfast burritos in that situation. So when I, after I ordered it, I was kind of regretting it. I'm like, oh shit. Didn't even realize that they load that shit up with gravy. Uh-huh. Uh why yeah. have I not been doing this, like, always? Yeah. Like, it was so fucking good. I was like, I will never have another breakfast burrito that doesn't have gravy in it. Like, don't yep. fucking even. So the Big Belt Wrap took it to a new level. In fact, when we got back, uh, we went and got breakfast burrito stuff, and we got some gravy and put it in our breakfast burritos, like, the next day. So uh, shouts to the Big Belt Wrap. Shouts Haley Folkford and shouts Sweet Montana. <laughs> Haley Folkford. That place... Right kicks fucking ass i am a stan obviously that was always on my on my route to helena coming from home so i've been there many 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 times and that breakfast burrito kicks ass the rest of their menu is fucking awesome they make great caramel rolls oh yeah Um, caramel rolls cinnamon rolls the pastries are ridiculous yeah yeah uh yeah definitely i i feel like I, i probably haven't had that maybe since i left like kind of like the the gravy and the burrito, and you're yeah. making me you're giving me a hankering. I, I'm in. I want it bad. I was yeah. also dumping Cholula on it too, so I was getting yeah. some spice and oh, 
Got all the meats. Man, it's good. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Okay. Any on menchies or anything? No on menchies for me. What do you got, Noel? Okay, nothing. We we're we're uh, cranking. We may set a new record here. We got a fifty yeah, minute pot already. It's good. It's all right. The listeners need it. They crave it's it. It's been a month. We're good. We got some thoughts. That's right. Okay, that has been uh, I don't know. Stock up, stock down, rising, falling, stock. What is, stock what is up, mm, stock down. Rising, falling, whatever you want to call it. It's like Amazing Grace. Oh, I actually forgot to tell you that uh, for some reason, Katie, uh, our niece Kinsley, who's six really mm-hmm. likes the song Amazing Grace. So she asks to have it played in the car. And she doesn't. She can't really sing along, but she tries. So it reminded me of Mass. Uh, <laughs> did you show her how to sing it? I did. I, nice. I raised my hands. Lift up your hands to the Lord. I said, you go falsetto, and then you go deep, and then you alternate. <sighs> okay. It is time for an annual tradition. This is probably like year four, maybe, of this. Yes, sir. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember the, the we, first year we did it you made a you made an excel sheet with I, every <laughs> single team and their entire schedules and i we both literally plotted out 256 games so that was an true. impressive work <laughs> i have to say i did not knew, do that this time in fact <laughs> no. i didn't even really like i'm not even gonna you, you're probably gonna tell me what you think these records are gonna be i'm not i'm just gonna tell you if i think they're over under no um, i actually did okay not. Okay, good. We're just sticking by it. Um, we are going to pick every single NFL team, tell you over-under. We're going to split the uh, divisions in half yep. and go down the line, and we're going to give a lock from each division. Correct. That's about it. We did, a, um, we did an off-pod draft of the, of the divisions, though. We did, so Literally it's sort of random. That. Sort of random. Um, I, I want to point one, out, one thing out before we go. So I think I read that for the last 33 years – there has been at least four new teams to make the playoffs. You see that as well? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So there's going to be at least four teams that didn't make the playoffs last year that make it this year. So just running down that list, there's definitely going to be one from the NFC South, right? Bucks are not going to make it. They stink. So you either got Saints, Cuns, Panthers, and definitely only one of those three, right? Yeah. We think? Okay. And then like teams that definitely for sure will not, Cardinals, like I think for sure, will not not make it. No. And I'll even I'll even allow the imagination to run everybody else. So three of these teams are making the playoffs: Lions, Steelers, Commanders, Packers, Patriots, Browns, Jets, Titans, Raiders, Broncos, Rams, Colts, Texans, Bears. Yeah, I know I just listed a lot of teams off. Anything stand out to you? I'll say that the three that probably have the best. Vegas odds are Lions, Browns, and Jets. Um, is there any that I mentioned that stood out as soon as I said it that you think, oh, that's going to be the team that turns it around this year? I, you're going to hate hearing it. I really think it's the Broncos. Okay. Okay. All right. I just think Peyton makes a huge difference. I, yeah. I, I actually love that he just came out and fucking flamed Hackett and was like, that was the worst coaching job I've ever seen in my entire life. And. <laughs> Like they've got too many good players to be as bad as they were, and that's true. Yeah. So yeah, okay, I like that. What uh? Well, I guess we'll get into it because some of the uh, divisions I was really interested in that you ended up drafting. So we'll uh, I'll have to see what your thoughts are on that. Great. Let's just dive in. Okay. Uh, you want to start? I'll start it up. All right. Uh, well, actually, you had first pick. Why don't you kick it off? 
Okay, first pick. My first pick in the draft was the NFC West. Um, okay. So I'll just run down the teams from uh, top to bottom. We got the 49ers. By the way, I used a website that showed like all of the odds from like six different sports books, and I just took the best odds. Great. So whether or not that's what you have, I don't know. I guess I we don't have the teams, same teams. So, so. no. Okay. So um, Niners is 10 and a half. The over is minus 140. Under is plus 140. Uh, I'm going under there. I just think you're getting the juice there. And like looking back on Shanahan's win totals, 6, 4, 13, 6, 10, 13. So kind of a roller coaster. It's kind of the same thing every year. Is the quarterback going to be good? Is he going to be hurt? You know, they had the year that Garoppolo went down and they lost a bunch and then they were good with Garoppolo. So I don't know. He's obviously a great coach. They obviously had a lot of good talent, but I think they have a tough schedule and they feel like a 10 win team to me. So um, I don't know if we need to go that in depth on every team. I probably should just uh, go quicker. You're good. Seahawks over nine. Uh, you can either get nine or eight and a half, depending on where you see it. Um, Seahawks is going to be my lock. And I'm going over. I'm all Ooh. in on Gino and the Hawks. I'm taking. I'm wow. gonna take over eight and a half at minus one forty five or one forty two. I know that's laying a lot of juice. I could I could get over nine at even odds. I just feel like nine. I think they're like nine, ten, eleven wins, but it could be nine. Um, here's here's my reasoning. Last year they had a QB competition going into camp with Gino and Drew Locke, so he didn't. He wasn't even his team. They had two rookie tackles, right and left tackle at rookie. Rookie running back who was easing his way in. Jamal Adams missed pretty much the entire year. They had a bottom five defense in the league, and they still won nine games. This year, it's Geno's team. We all know that. He's got the full offseason as his team. They're going to have a pretty solid offensive line. Those two tackles did pretty well. They're going to be in year two. Um, Kenneth Walker is a beast. He's going to be good. They might have the best 3D receiver uh, room in the league. It's at least in the conversation. The uh, JSN out of Ohio State is an absolute freak. Who I like a lot, a lot. He's very, he's good. very, very good. Um, we got Jamal Adams back. They took uh, Witherspoon with the top five pick at corner, um, and they have one of the like ten easiest schedules. Um, they're gonna have a solid. I already said they're gonna have a solid O line. So I just think. I don't, I don't know I'm in. I think Gino could be like the Tannehill where he just like for years he just couldn't figure it out and now he's in the right system and now he's got everything behind him and I think he's a, he's a solid starter. Thoughts? No? You're out? I hate it. No, yeah, okay. I'm out. Yeah, okay. I really just, I don't think this the Seahawks is, are going to be very good this year. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad we oppose. Yeah, we don't something. disagree often, so I, I'm we honestly both, kind of shocked that this is. We your both pick. picked the Seahawks to be like the worst team in the league last year, so maybe I'm just totally overcorrecting. That's fair. I, I, th- I think I'm in on them. I okay, think when I'll you took th- NFC West, I was happy. I was bummed you took that because I wanted it, and I was going to go lock under. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Incredible! Incredible! Yeah. Maybe we'll have to bet each other. Um, all right, quickly the last two Rams over under six and a half. I'm going under. I think they're going to stink. Stafford, I just don't trust to stay healthy, and they just don't have a lot of talent. Cards, we talk about this all the time. There's always five, five or six teams that are that win four or fewer games every single yep. fucking year. Yep. The Cardinals are the worst team in the league. They may what's not your, finish with the worst What's your stat we record. love? It's uh, one team has won at least three or fewer games in the last like ten years or something like that. Yes, it feels and I like didn't go back and candidate. check it. Yeah, every yeah. year there's a team that can't make it to three wins. They're, they're over under, I think, opened at five and a half and quickly went down to four and a half. 
but the under four and a half is plus one hundred five, and I just don't see any fucking way. I don't even know who their quarterback's going to be with if Kyler's yeah. not playing. So um, under for the card. So fifth, all unders and Seahawks over. Oh, is it Colt, my guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. All right, yeah. No, I, th- I think they're, I agree with the rest of those. Those are those are all good picks. I I just the Seahawks one is uh, questionable to me. So you would take under on all four? <laughs> I don't know. I might take the over on Rams. Okay. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Um, all right, the second pick, I took the ASC North. Obviously, a really tightly contested division. All of these teams are between eight, eight and a half and ten and a half wins as their yeah, over-unders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the Bengals at ten and a half wins. The over is minus 130. I tried to make my picks. I was not trying to like lay much big. Um, I think that that 10-11 mark, I mean, I'm not saying anything crazy, probably feels right to them. I don't know if I like taking them over with laying the juice at minus 130. Uh, Browns minus nine and a half. Last year was my lock of all locks. Uh, and it's minus 135 this year, and I don't like that either. Uh, it did hit last year, just so you know. Even if, even with um, our boy coming out the gate, J- Jake Brisket, just throwing dimes, and they were like four and four to start the season. I was fucking pissed. Um, <laughs> Wait, so their under is minus 130, you're saying? Yeah, under is minus okay. 135. Uh, and then okay. the Steelers over under is eight and a half. Over is minus 140, and everybody's got the right idea. I mean, Mike Tomlin just has winning seasons. That's what he does. That's all he does. So, yeah. But this leads me back to a previous lock of mine, which is, of course, the Ravens at 10 and a half wins. The over is minus 105. This is just a bet on Lamar Health. As a starter, Lamar Jackson is 45 and 16. A 73.8 win percentage, good for 12.5 wins over a 17-game season. A healthy Lamar Ravens team is a lock for 11 wins. Harbaugh's a great coach. Their offense is designed to close games. They have the eighth easiest schedule in the league this year and get to start with the Texans, then Bengals Week 2. After that, they play one team with a winning record over the next eight weeks. Nice. One team, and it's just the Seahawks. Nice. Who are not really designed to beat the, the Ravens. So I like this differ. team. I like the Ravens this year. I'm always a sucker for the Ravens. I always think just after those first two or three years, like, yeah, they're going to win 12 games. So I'm in on yep. that. I'm yep. in on that. And they got weapons now. They got some better weapons now. Wait, so just to be clear, would, would it, did you pick the other three or you just you, – you, I didn't understand what you picked for the other three. Oh, you sorry. You're right. Them. You're right. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay, uh, I okay, did that's say, fine. I did say Bengals. Uh, I'll take the over on the Bengals, the under on the Browns, and then the. Uh, oh, I sorry. The ones I highlighted were were the ones I was taking. Okay. Okay. Gotcha, so what I was gotcha. saying the over. Just saying I didn't like yeah. to say that. Yes. Yeah. And then the, I would okay. also take the Steelers over eight and a half. I would take the Steelers over. I would say I'm pretty much in agreement with you. I'm scared to take. I'm scared to bet against Joe Burrow at this point. But I guess maybe the injury helps that. Um, I don't know. Oh, if I said over. You're right. Sorry, you you were you were t- telling me why not to pick the over, but yeah, okay. Yeah. I think I'm probably on the on on the same path with all this. Okay. Okay, my second pick was uh, NFC South, your division. Um, yes, sir. Saints are the front runner, nine and a half with Derek Carr. Uh, actually, I see nine and a half and eight and a half. So over nine and a half plus one fourteen, but over eight and a half is minus one fifty. And then under nine and a half is minus 120. Under eight and a half is plus 115. I hate this pick. This is very hard for me. I think this is one of the harder teams to, to figure. 
I couldn't uh, agree. I'm going to go under, but on the higher one. I'm going to go under nine and a half. I'm going to lay some juice, minus 120. Um, they feel like a nine, eight or nine win team. I don't know. Yeah. Like they, they did win seven last year with like Andy Dalton and some Taysom Hill and shit. And so is Derek Carr <laughs> two wins better than them? Probably, but probably not much probably. more than that. Um, I just don't feel comfortable saying that this is going to be a 10 win team. So I'll take under nine and a half. Uh, your, your cuns, eight and a half. That's higher and than I thought it was going to be. It is higher than I thought it was going to be as well. Um, I told you I'm all in on Bijan. I think he's going to be awesome as a, as a fantasy player and as a potential you know, league-leading rusher this year. I'm going to just go ahead and go over. I think they're probably a nine-win team as well. Um, I don't hate them to win the South at plus 200. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a bad pick. Uh, Panthers, I'll go under. Can you name their skill guys? No. <laughs> they no, have... Okay. Every single, single player, player, every single player is a new guy. They have Miles Sanders at running back. Their receivers are DJ Shark. DJ they have, Shark. They have Robbie Anderson and, still? No. They have DJ Robbie Anderson was on the Jets last year, I think. Oh Jesus. Um, they have DJ Shark and Adam Thielen. Oh, that's right. I didn't know that. Fuck. I didn't know that. And they got Bryce Young. I Who mean, I don't I just, think is a bad fantasy play. I like Thielen one? as a fantasy oh, play this okay. year. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I just don't trust them. Even odds to get under seven and a half. Um, and then finally, my and lock. I like, that. I like that money. I like even money there. Okay. Okay. My lock is going to be, again, picking the bad team, the Bucks. It's under six and a half. Uh, unfortunately, also laying juice here, minus 130. But they have the second worst odds of any team in the league. And it's six and a half. We just went over this. So I did do a little bit more research. So the amount of time the amount of teams in the league that have won fewer than seven games in a 17 game season or six games in a 16 game season i even lowered the threshold for previous years seven Mm -hmm. seven nine eight and seven so basically you're guaranteed that there are going to be seven teams at least this year that win seven or fewer games or sorry six or fewer games and you're telling me they're not in the bottom seven teams in the league the bucks with either baker mayfield or kyle trask are you kidding me? If Kyle Trask is playing, I'm probably betting against the Bucks every week. So yeah, yeah. So and they they won they won um, eight games with Tom Brady last year, and Tom Brady was pretty fucking good last year. It's not like he was all that yeah. washed. So you're telling me they're only gonna drop one game, you know, win one fewer game? No, that's a lock no. under six and a half. Yep, I I agree with your full analysis there, and also to your to your Kun's point, they do have the second easiest schedule in the league. The Saints yes. have the first, and part of that is obviously because we have the NFC South as our division, but... Yeah. Sunday yeah, the East. NFC East had that scenario a couple of years ago where all the teams the previous year were like 7-9, and 6-whatever, and whatever, 5-whatever, and whatever, so... Yeah. But, okay. Uh, all right, moving on. My next pick was the NFC North. Uh, Packers, minus... or Sorry, not minus. 7.5 uh, is their over-under. I have them at under... Uh, on the under, and that's even money. Um, I just, you know, I think that they've got some good, talented players on that team. I don't know if I'm fully in on Jordan Love. Um, I don't think that they're necessarily the worst team in their division, but I just don't know if they win that many games. Um, Vikings, over-under is 8.5. A, a lot of people have been talking about the fall-off because of how many one-score games they were in last year, and they were 8-0 in those games. 
At, at the end of the day, it takes a talented team to win eight games or to win like eight one-score games. So sure, if you drop off and you come back, like at the end of the day, what they they were still a twelve and five team last year, right? Is that what it was? Eleven so. and six. Yeah, mm-hmm. twelve and five. So maybe they go six and two or five and three in those games. Like they're still over eight and a half in that. They were actually thirteen and four last year. Thirteen and four. Well, great. So if they go five and three, then they're still, you know, eleven and six. Right. Eleven and seven. No, ten and seven. Yep. Um, I just, I like them at the over, and that's just minus one ten. Uh, the Lions over under is nine and a half. Pretty high. I like the under there, and that's even money. I think this is a good team, talented team. This is probably a pretty good line. I think this division winner probably ends up winning winning 10 games, so it's going to be one of the Vikings or the Lions to me. Um, but I like the under there. This is actually a bonus bet before I make my lock, is the Lions at fewer than three and a half consecutive wins, and it's plus 130. They have not done that since 2016 when they won five straight and they played, they played the Sam Bradford Vikings twice, the Matt Barkley Bears, the Jags, and had three picks from Breeze in a Saints game. So I don't know if the Lions are doing that. I don't think they had had two before that one. Okay. Yeah, I remember they went a long time without winning a couple in a row. Mm-hmm. And then finally, my lock is the Bears at seven and a half over under on the season. And I will be taking the under. Happily zagging. Love a good zag opportunity. Everyone has been touching themselves, the idea of, of Justin Fields and the Bears being so awesome this year. And I just don't see it yet. I don't, I don't know anything about Mark Trestman. Is that, their, is that their coach? I don't know. Exactly. They're in a weaker division and play the NFC South, sure. But I don't know how this team is that much better than any of, any of the other middling teams in the NFL. It's going to be a brick fest between them and teams like the Commanders, Saints, Lions, Browns, and Falcons. And I just don't see a path for them to get to eight wins. Oh, man. I, I, ha- I was trying to think of how I could zag on anything you said, but I think I'm with you on all those. Like, I, I, the, the Lions hype seems a little too big. The Bears hype seems a little too big. Like, the Bears still don't have an offensive line. Like, I, th- I think Fields as a fantasy quarterback could be great again, but th- yeah. that doesn't mean they're going to win games. Um, and I like the Vikings. Like, yeah, they're still, they're still a talented team. They, you know, Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's underrated or overrated, but he can, he can sling the rock. And Jordan Addison's a beast, too. They got a new first-round wideout to replace Adam And Taylor. they're coming into this. The Vikings are coming into the second year with, with their head coach, who Kevin O'Connell and Kirk really seem to get along. And, like, you, you saw how much more comfortable Kirk was towards the end of the year in that offense, and he looked good. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm in on all this. Okay, got no- we've done nothing nothing but agreeing since the Seahawks pick. Um, all right, AFC South was my next pick. Uh, I think that hist- there personally, I wanted this one bad. I'm bummed you took it. I think that there is such a clear lock in this division. I hope that you took it. I have. I feel pretty good about all four, honestly. But we'll okay. see what my lock is. Uh, I'll start with the Jags. I feel very so. I say you could get the Jags at over under nine and a half or ten. I'm taking over ten. I think Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. I think okay. he's finally figured it out, and he is so far and above the best quarterback in that division. Um, I just feel confident. I know this is a division that historically has a lot of, you know. Bottom to top, top to bottom teams, and you never know who's going to win on a given Sunday. But I think that's usually because the quarterback play is pretty subpar. 
And if you can get elite quarterback play, I think they got Ridley now. They got some mm-hmm. solid weapons. Um, I, I just trust the Jags more than I've ever trusted most AFC South teams. Yeah. Um, Titans, seven and a half. I'm seeing you can get over seven and a half wins for plus 115. Um, I get that they're they're not a pretty team to pick and they don't have a ton of talent, but they would have won that many games if Tannehill stayed healthy last year. And he wasn't even that good. This is literally, this is the same as like Tomlin. I'm just betting on Vrabel. Like that dude just wins games and I don't have a lot of explanation. You're getting DeAndre Hopkins in there and they had no receivers last year. They had none. none. So even if he's, you know, 70% of his peak, he's the best receiver they've had since AJ Brown. Um, so I just think getting plus odds on Mike Brable to win eight games, I think that's that's good money. Uh, Colts, I'm going under six and a half. Uh, Anthony Richardson's a guy that was like, you know, three months before the draft was probably a fourth rounder and then somehow became a, a top five pick, you know, over the course of everyone talked themselves into it. He's got crazy, you know, athleticism, but is he ready to be a, a winning pro quarterback? And you're telling me they're going to win seven games with him? I don't see it. And then my lock is, again, I'm basically just going the exact same direction as the Bucks and going Texans under. So, again, you could get them at 6.5, minus 130, or you could get under 5.5 at plus 115. I'm taking that. Texans with C.J. Stroud, you're telling me you're going to win six games and you're going to give me plus odds? That's my lock. You're right. I agree with all of your picks. I Sweet. actually think that. I think that Colts under six and a half is the lock of locks. I think that that okay. is the easiest money I will find this year, and I will be betting heavily on that before the season. Okay, good. Those are. I think both of those were plus money. In fact, all of those I gave out were either plus money or even, so I like that. Yeah, perfect. Great job, Noel. Thanks. All right. Uh, another heavy hitters division for me. AFC West was my next pick. Uh, Broncos. At eight and a half, uh, like I said before, Sean Payton I like coming into the year. Um, I like him changing this team up a bit. I think a little bit of Rus- Russell Wilson resurgence is a big bummer about Tim Patrick. I really like him as a receiver. I think he is a good safety net for a guy like Russell that he kind of needs from time to time. But I still like this team over at minus 110. Um, Chiefs uh, over-under is 11 and a half. The over is minus 140. I wanted to make this one my lock, and if it wasn't minus 140, I would do it. In what world? In what world are the Chiefs losing six games? It's free money. It's free. That's absurd. I, there is a bet that I do like, and that's Chiefs' most wins in the league at plus 400. I think you can get them at plus 400 and Eagles at plus 500. I think that those are kind of both worth betting on. Yeah. Yeah, because so. the Eagles, who's they have no competition in the freaking conference. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I was looking at that. Uh, Raiders over under is six and a half. Uh, the under is a minus one thirty, which I will be taking. Jimmy G is fine, just very okay quarterback. Uh, they're going to come into this year. Sounds like I don't know. Did they pay Josh Jacobs? I can't remember. Uh, I don't think so. So they might not even have him. The only maybe redeeming player on their team, Hunter Renfro. Whoopee. No Darren Waller. I think they were uh, saying they were thinking about getting rid of Renfro, too. Yeah. So I just this team has a lot of holes, and I don't like it. I'm going the under. 
And then the Chargers, the over-under at nine and a half. And it truly breaks my heart to do this. Yeah. Um, the Chargers have a very, very tough road to win 10 games this year. They have the third hardest schedule in the league. Start the season with Dalton's Titans, or sorry, Dolphins, Titans, Vikings. Then have to play the Chiefs and Broncos twice, the Ravens and the Bills, the Cowboys and the Jets. I don't love doing it, but it is even money on the under, and I think that's a good price for under nine and a half wins. I think nine and eight feels right. Wow. Wow. I know. I'm sorry, Mac. It really, it hurts me. I'm wondering if that is the, the kiss of death and maybe I'll secretly put money on their over because you, you've Great. supported the Chargers and now you turn on them and they're just going to stick it to you. Uh, I have to think about that because they're, they're such a tease. They're, such a, they're always such a tease. I like it. Do we, I think if we bet on them to go under, then, then, then they'll succeed. We could bet on them weekly. I agree. Win. I, I wish I wish there was a way for us to bet right now that this over under will come down to week eighteen. Is there a way for us to do that? <laughs> um, Can we bet on them to finish either ten and eight or nine and eight, or sorry, ten and seven or nine and eight? Probably. There's probably a, you could probably bet exact record. We have to look at that. I like that. Okay. Okay, that's your lock. That's my lock under. Even money. Um, I think that's one of the harder divisions. I I, I would I agree. probably yeah the ju- laying the juice sucks, but I'd have probably made the Chiefs a lock, and then I, I guess Raiders under I'd feel pretty good about too. That's fair. Uh, Broncos Chargers I'm not so sure. So. Obviously the the Chiefs the Chiefs over is the easy one, and I like it still. It's just I didn't want to have to lay the big. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Okay, my last division AFC East. We'll go uh, Bills, 10.5. It's minus 134. I mean, come on. They're going to win 11 games, too. I mean, they, yeah. won. they won 13 last year, and one of the end, they had a game that didn't count. That How come? They could, uh, a guy died. <laughs> Remember, we saw, we saw him die. Um, Remember how he used to be alive? <laughs> so something, somebody had a meme that was like, Demar Hamlin died and came back faster than Michael Thomas, um, <laughs> which is funny. Okay, uh, I'm going over Jets. Jets is like a tough one too because everyone's sucking their dick. I'm gonna go ahead and go under nine and a half. I mean, geez, Ooh, nine and a half. They have a hard schedule. They feel like a nine-win team. Feels like they might slip into a wild card, but. They got to play Bills twice, Dolphins twice, Pats twice. I mean, they 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 have a tough road. And Rodgers was terrible last year. Like maybe maybe he was hurt, and maybe he just was you know pouting and whatever. But I don't know. I'm just not feeling the Jets. Mm-hmm. Dolphins also nine and a half. I'm also going under, and this is just basically a bet against mush brands like. I don't, they still don't have the greatest line. Like, Tua's, I don't know. You're telling me he's not going to get hit, hit in the head again? If he stays healthy, I think they go over. But yeah, I just don't trust it. What's don't the, trust what's him the line on that? It's minus 105 under. So it's actually, you could get a little odds if you go over on it. Lastly, for the third straight division, I'm taking the bottom feeder as my lock. But you're going to hate this. My lock, 
Patriots over seven and a half. Yep, I'm putting my faith in Geno Smith and Mac Jones, the two quarterbacks that you know and love. Um, I just think it was an absolute disaster last year with their offense coordinator. They had no weapons whatsoever. Not that the guys that they have now are like stars, but even like Juju Smith-Schuster is like one of the better receivers they've had in some time. Um, mm-hmm. They have an actual offensive coordinator. Uh, they, they won seven games last year, and that's with that stupid Raiders game where they lost on a fucking pick six as time expired. Um, I just think, come on, Belichick's going to win eight games. And, I, you know, the, he hasn't. I think the last two years he hasn't. So maybe I'm the idiot. But I just think I don't see any way where they're worse than last year. They have a very solid defense. They've got slightly better weapons. And Mac Jones was an abomination last year. And he was better as a rookie than last year. So with an actual offensive coordinator, I think they win eight games. Okay. Can I read you how they start and finish the season? Sure. Okay. The, the Patriots open the season. Eagles, Dolphins, Jets, Cowboys. And mm-hmm. they finish the season. Steelers, Chiefs, Broncos, Bills, Jets. Sweet. What about the middle? <laughs> <laughs> they, they just got to win six in a row Saints, in the Saints, Raiders, Bills, yep, yep. Dolphins, <laughs> Commanders. They did yep. by the Colts. Uh, yep. The Giants, the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> they right, do, well, in fact, have the hardest schedule in the league. <laughs> okay, well, you know, that is something I probably should have looked into. <laughs> I will not be joining you on the over for this team. All right. Well, it's my lock, so get fucked. It's plus 116. So. <laughs> plus 115? 116. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know. You put I don't it know what way. website that's on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the rest of them, though, I like. I like the rest of your okay. ideas. Um, all right. NFC East closing us out. Cowboys, 10 and a half wins. I love to see that the people are not buying it. Their under is minus 135. Nobody's in. Neither am I. Uh, wouldn't mind betting Dak to lead the league in picks. Uh, <laughs> nice. Okay. Eagles, over 11 or 11 and a half over is minus 105 somehow. Probably going to bet that. Yeah. Like, that bet. feels pretty locky too. <laughs> Could yeah. easily have done that. Yeah. The Mandos, six and a half as their over under. I will be taking the over at <laughs> plus one hundred. This is a pure, pure love of the game pick. I just, I like one of these kind of these shit teams to get just get all hot. Come on, baby, let's go. Uh, okay. <laughs> and my lock is the J J J J J G men. Seven and a half is their over under. A darling of late season last year, but I think they quickly regret the Danny Dimes contract. Even with Dayball at the helm, uh, Giants have a brutal fifth-hardest schedule in the league. Their non-division games include Niners, Dolphins, Saints, and Bills, all at home, but they do play on the road, I guess, just technically also at home, with the Jets. Uh, the under is minus 120. I'm going to take it. Under, what was the number, sir? 120. Seven and a half. No, no. Seven and a half? Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that I think the, the Giants regress. I uh, should probably just plead the fifth on the Commanders because 
I mean, it's just it's just a hundred percent Sam Howe. Like that's like that's all it is. We've got solid we got solid weapons. We not great, but solid weapons. We've got a great defense. I'd say we we could potentially have a top five. I'm kind of in on a Chase Young prove it year. Could be. I mean, yeah, the dude was awesome as a rookie. So there's a world if Sam Howell is serviceable that we're a decent team. But there's also a world where Sam Howell shows that he's a four, fifth round pick, fourth round, fifth round pick, and uh, stinks up the joint. And we're one of the worst teams in the league. So I appreciate your your faith in the commies. And hopefully this yeah. is the last year that they're called the commies. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go hogs. Let's go hogs and or wolves. Come on, magic. Do I'd your, go, do your magic. Speaking of which, I just started watching Winning Time, finally. It's wonderful. It's Have good. you watched Yeah. I watched the first season. I just saw that there's, some, there's a new one out, so we'll have to watch yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like it two and a half episodes in. I like it a lot. John C. Riley is good. In it for yeah. Okay, sure. that has been our over-unders. Just give me your locks real quick. Okay. Locks are... Ravens over 10.5 wins, minus 105. Bears under 7.5 wins, plus 110. The Chargers 9.5 wins under even money. And the G-Men under 7.5 wins, minus 120. What do you got, Noel? I, pro- I probably won't join you on Bears or Chargers, but probably will on the other two. Uh, okay. I got Seahawks over 8.5, minus 142. Also like them to win the NFC West at plus 200. I've got the Bucks under six and a half minus one thirty. I've got the Texans under five and a half at plus one fifteen, and I've got the Patriots over seven and a half at plus one sixteen. Sorry, say that as again. I missed it. Uh, again, Seahawks, Bucks, Texans, Pats. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bucks and Texans. I like. Yeah. The other yeah, I two, that. I do not. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there's our 2023 win total over-unders. 2023 win total over-unders. Oh, we just missed it by two minutes. Yeah, we did. What time is it, Coin? It is 10.33. That's right, everybody. Inspired by the show with Cody Smolders. That's right, everybody. Welcome back to Stump Tizzy, where your host, C. Travis Knoll, tries to stump Mr. Coin over there, Mr. 503, with some trivia. And then next week, he'll try to stump me, but I'll try to stump him for now. Mm-hmm. Coin, we'll stick with the NFL. Yes. The NFL is known for parody. And nearly every single season, at least one team comes seemingly out of nowhere from a middling team with low expectations to a playoff-bound contender. Back in 1975, you'll remember, right, the Patriots goes. of New yeah. England had gone almost a decade without a winning record. The 75 team finished 3-11 and had little to no hope of putting together a competitive squad. But in 76, something clicked. The team went 11-3 and and only lost in the playoffs to the eventual, eventual Super Bowl champion Raiders. At the time, this plus 572 win percentage from 75 to 76 was the best turnaround of all time. Since then, this record has been broken twice. Both have occurred in the past 25 years. In fact, there have been 10 teams since 1998 
so in the past 25 years, that have improved their win percentage by 500 or 50% or more from one season to the next. 10 teams, past 25 years, I'd like you to name four of them. I Damn, don't do know I have to give it a year? No, just the team. Oh, okay. Just the team. You could just totally guess teams and get lucky. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. I, I, I couldn't decide if it's really hard or really easy. I don't, it's, you know, I, when you look at the both, list, honestly. you go, oh, that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. But then would right. I have thought of them? I don't know. Um, by 500, so that they were like, they had so you'd to, have to go eight, like eight more games, essentially? Yeah. Unless yeah. there were like fewer games in the season. I guess it's probably been 16 game season uh, since in the past 25 years. So yeah, eight more games, bro. Okay. Wow. All righty then. Let's go with the Jets. Jets not on the list. Okay. Guess again. Bad pick. Bad pick, 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 pick. Bad pick, bad pick, bad pick. The Cuns. The Cuns also not on the list. Damn. The Titans. Titans, not on the list. Jesus. Apparently, not easy for your boy. It's a good thing you have five strikes. Okay, good. Two more then. Yeah. Um, You'll get on then. Uh, the Niners. San Francisco 49ers are tied for fifth on this list. In 2018, that was the year Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL, and they went like, Four and twelve, and then the next year they went like thirteen and three and went to the Super Bowl. So that was a five sixty three win percentage turnaround. Yep. 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 yep That's yep, actually yep. tied for second on this list. But. Let's go with uh, the Rams. The Rams, great guess, coin ninety eight ninety nine, the greatest show on turf. Nice. They went from, I don't even remember what their record was, and they went, they drafted Torrey Holt, they signed Kurt Warner, they, they traded for Marshall Falk, and then they put up a bazillion points and won the Super Bowl. So, also Pretty. a 563 win percentage turnaround. I don't know why I don't have their, their actual records here. Um, let's go with the Colts. Fantastic guess, coin. The Colts, the only team that appears twice on this list. The number one turnaround of all time was actually from Peyton Manning's rookie year to his second year. They went 3-13 and 13 when he was a rookie, and then I think 13-3. and three. I think they won 10 more games. Holy shit. Uh, yep. And then they, uh, in also 2011-2012, the year before they drafted Andrew Luck, the Colts, yep. uh, I think it was nine more games. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, two teams have won, have had a 10-game turnaround, five teams have had a nine-game turnaround, and two teams have had an eight-game turnaround. So you still have to, that didn't count for two. You still got to get one. That's fine. That's fine. But you have two more strikes. All right. Um, the commies. Was it the RG3 to the playoffs year? Commanders. I appreciate the guess. That year they were only 10 and 6, so no. Damn it. Not on the list. All right, final strike then. Final guess. Can he be stumped? The Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Not on the list, coin. I'm sorry to That's say. Okay. You have been, been stumped. stumped. Uh, here's the list. Are the Cardinals on there? We, the Cardinals also not on there. Okay, good. I wasn't going to get it. <laughs> that was your next guess? <laughs> All right, I'll give you the list that were the ones you missed. So tied for eighth would be the 0304 uh, San Diego Chargers, uh, the year they sucked, and then Rivers' rookie year. They won eight more games. The 2000-2001 Chicago Bears, I couldn't really figure out what was notable about this team, but apparently they won eight more games. That's, okay. that's all I've got for you. Great. That's the only one that's not notable, I would say. Um, you, you guessed the Niners, 18-19. The Pittsburgh Steelers, also 03-04, so Big Ben's rookie year. So oddly enough, the, one of the biggest turnarounds happened the same year. I thought about the Steelers, with I wasn't sure. Yeah. I just felt like they'd always been good. They, I think they went like 14-2 and two or something crazy with oh, Big Ben's okay. rookie year. So. Um, you guessed the Rams, the greatest show on turf. The Kansas City Chiefs in Andy Reid's first year turned it around by eight games with Alex Smith at the helm. Um, the Dallas Cowboys in 2016, Dak Prescott's rookie year, actually with Damn. Romo the year before. They, they lost like 10 or 11 games, and then they went, I think they went like 14-2 and two with Dak and then uh, they must tied. have won a Super Bowl that year, then, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tied for first with the Colts, the Miami Dolphins of 2008, the Ronnie Brown Wildcat Dolphins, and Tony Sperano won ten more games. I was staring at it. I was staring yeah. at it. I really was. Yes. R.I.P. Tony Sperano. He did R. die. R. Yeah. Okay, Coin. Sometimes we got to stump each other, or else the, the hey, fans no, are going to think that was a really good stump. I like that in. one. They're going to think yeah, of fixes. I like that one a lot. That was a well done, well researched question, Noel. Thanks, Coin. It took me a little Proud while to find this list. But. Yeah. We've been playing a lot of trivia lately, so it's good to know that I can get stumped still. We have. Today's was really, really fucking hard. Yeah, it was. Holy shit. Uh, Did you I'm see that into this. Jeff DeLowe tweeted the um, picture of like the hot zones, and he's like, uh-oh. No, I didn't I don't, see it. I don't think anybody did very good today. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a really hard one. Yeah, it was tough. Okay, that'll be a nice, solid 90-minute episode of the Rookie Show pod. Uh, Rookie Show bird. You can follow us on social media, I think. We're not probably very active these days, but on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I'll post a clip from this pod. one. People, people okay. need to know. People need to see it. Uh, where can they follow you, Coin? You can follow me, at KingCoin, on both Instagram and Twitter. Where can they follow you, Noel? Uh, you can follow me on X... At Dick Greenfield. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's not called Twitter anymore, you idiot. I almost said... Uh, idiot. almost was trying to think of a stock up, stock down for that. But um, You can follow me at C. Travis Knoll on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Cowboys, unfortunately. Unfortunately, Cowboys, Travis Knoll, yeah. that's what people call you. <laughs> uh, all right. That'll do it. Who's going to play us out? Ooh, great question. Play us out. Nelly Furtado. Oh, I like that. I love Nelly Furt. Yeah, Nelly Furt. Furt. She's my second favorite Nelly, actually. Really? Yeah. She's probably the one for me. Is she? Over Nelly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Play us out Nelly Furt. I'll have to figure out what her best tune is. I, I do want to play I'm Like the Birds. I know you want promiscuous, so we might have to play promiscuous. We'll see about it. Thank you. I feel like that might be one of our original pod plays. Might Probably. Be, might go way back three years. Oh, yeah. All right. In the near future, we'll do some more pre-NFL shit. 
and then uh yeah you'll hear from us soon indeed see you later see everybody see you peace how you doing young lady the feeling that you're giving really drives me crazy you don't have a play about the choke. I was at a loaf of word first time that we spoke. You're looking for a girl that'll treat you right. You're looking for in the daytime with the light. You might be the type if I play my cards right. I'll find out by the end of the night. You expect me to just let you hit it. But will you still respect me if you get it? All I can do is try. Give me one chance. What's the problem? I don't seem to ring on your hand. I'll be the first to admit it. I'm curious about you. You seem so innocent. You want to get in my world, get lost in it. Well, I'm tired of running. Let's walk for a minute. This girl is good, whatever you